Hola, ¿cómo estás? Añón chingo. ¿Cómo andada? Hola, Leute. Bonjour. ¿Cómo se va? Hachme maste. Haya. Buen día. Leho. Wahai dori. Nihama. Gauza. Chapabe. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, how's your day so far? Welcome back to Coffee and Tea with Dory. Simram. Hello, Simram. Hi. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Who is Simran? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, yeah, my name is Simran Ahira. Uh, I'm 22. I'm from London. Uh, I'm an artist. I mostly do visual art and music and some filmmaking and photography. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What was I doing when I was that age? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not the same, not, not the same thing, completely not. <laughs> so you, you have been living in London all the yes. time, all the time. Uh, no, uh, I, I lived in London for the first year of my life, which I don't really remember. And then the next, uh, 12 years I was in like the countryside in England oh. in a small town then we went to America for two years oh. to Philadelphia mm. and then we came back and then we moved to London my family moved to London yeah. in 2017 I think I see. oh I didn't know Simran used to live in uh, different countries before <laughs> and what is what is it like for you the life in london um i really like it um i love the mix of people you meet people from all over the world you meet cool people like dory <laughs> oh yeah thank you <laughs> oh wait we'll get to that a little bit later <laughs> how we met oh gosh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> And how long, how long have you been a songwriter writing songs? And what instruments do you play? I play piano and guitar, and I sing, quote unquote. <laughs> um, I think I I wrote my first song. It was a just like a piano composition. I think I was about eight or seven. It was very simple, uh, but yeah. I, since then, I've been. Writing music, haven't stopped.、Mm. Yeah, please don't stop. <laughs> It sounds so cool. She started. She started writing when she was eight, and、uh, so you were eight when you wrote your first song on the piano. Yes. Yeah. And、uh, how about? I know that you used to make some movies or videos. How old were you? Where were you? When you made your first video,、uh, me and my sisters used to kind of just make little silly films、mm-hmm. when we were younger.、Mm-hmm. I don't know if they really count. I guess I would say I made my first short film、yeah. when I was eighteen. That was the one you're in. I think that was my first proper film that I made.、Mm-hmm. And do you remember the, the subject? What was it about? That film was about、um, 
two sisters and uh, one of them is leaving and how goodbyes are painful. The film is called Bye Bye. It's on YouTube. Mm. Wow. You two must have a really good relation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. And what, so uh, what really inspired you to, to create like music or even films or even painting? Um, a variety of things. I think often my life has been filled with a lot of uh, I don't know, craziness and heartbreak, etc. <laughs> so usually I have a lot of strong emotions inside that just want to get out. It's not really, it's not hard. It's kind of like, it's just happened. It just happens. It's like there's so much emotion and all these thoughts that they kind of just overflow into something. And then if there's any evidence, like any time in my life where things are calm, which is not not often. At the moment, it's quite calm, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I think I start thinking more about, like, just life in general. And I kind of like to be inspired by the simple things as well as the crazy things, like the way the sun looks that day or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I think anything can inspire anyone, especially exactly. Hmm. And uh, even the little statue, you know, the ones that Dory writes music to. And one time, <laughs> you know, one time I remember I, I was writing a song for a statue, which is oh, wow. a dog. In fact, it's kind of <laughs> the size like your palm, palm, your hand. <laughs> That's so beautiful. And I got inspired and I wrote a piece of music. It's kind of Chinese. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to hear that. Because the dog looks a little bit Chinese to me. Asian. I mean, Asian. <laughs> <laughs> so anything. And Simran just talked about the particular emotions or even small things in your life. Mm-hmm. And usually what inspires you the most? Some people might say it's people's story, love story, love and hate. Some people might say it's a movie. So what inspires you the most? The most? That's, that's a tough question. I think at any given point in my life, there's something different that it's bringing me the most inspiration. Like I went through a phase where literally the sun was so inspiring to me. I I just loved the way that it can change a city or a person's day. Um, and then I used to get really inspired by seeing like trash on the street. And really? Like, yeah, I I went. I used to take photos of trash on the street, and I thought it was. I just thought it was really interesting because it's like stuff that people have used. So it's like it was a part of their life, and there's a story behind it. Oh, um, exactly. And then, I mean, a lot of the time, I'm inspired by 
like my current muse who is currently my boyfriend Mm -hmm. so I guess he inspires me the most right now Mm -hmm. thank you boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) right definitely definitely you know what definitely he's got inspired by you too (laughs) yeah it goes two ways right Hmm. I hope so yeah (laughs) and normally how do you choose a theme or message to express in your film photograph or piece of music or even your painting I guess um when I make art it's usually because I want to there's something inside me that's happening that I want to kind of work out for myself or express because it's just too much to keep inside so I kind of it's sometimes it's a bit selfish where it's just like I want to make this because it'll make me feel like good but then I want to make something that's nice like I want to do something with it so it's nice for people to have in the world like Maybe it's a song that I'm making selfishly because I want to express something. I want to make it at least sound nice so it can make people's ears happy. And also I think, I think like, I try to say things in my art that maybe other people struggle to say for themselves. Like, I know sometimes I'll see a painting or hear a song and be like, wow, that's how I was feeling, but I didn't know how to say it and they said it for me and it's just a really good feeling and you can feel like connected to humanity through art in that way I think so usually it's just yeah just trying to figure out what someone might want to hear said I don't know (laughs) ah it seems like Simran has a lot of wonders in her head (laughs) (laughs) right yeah it's good to have some questions in fact sometimes I say why does that happen every day, like you say, the sun? Why does it change yeah. colors? We have to be curious, right? Yeah. No, but especially in London, when, mm-hmm. when the sun is out, people are just so much nicer. <laughs> they really are. Exactly. Really? <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought you were talking about the people in Paris. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> are the people in Paris ever happy? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that's a tough question. Uh-huh. Cuz you know uh sometimes I ask my students of friends we usually you know start a lesson like with a small talk and say so how's your day? Yeah, I'm okay. Pamal. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they speak English, sometimes they speak in French. Whoa, and there's no sun. I say, "Oh, my question is how's your day?" And you say, "There's no sun." <laughs> And I have eventually, because I'm a teacher, I'm a coach, I have to be optimistic. So I say, the sun is in your heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I say, they all agree. Yeah. Right, Dory. <laughs> Did you do the homework? No. <laughs> That's what happens in Paris, and that people get sad <laughs> when they don't see the sun. Yeah. Um... So we just talked about, oh, yeah, how you pass on your message was, I was thinking about what the last past one year, even until now, is still kind of like difficult challenge 
for everybody in the world because of the COVID-19 situation. Mm-hmm. How did you deal with the situation last year? Was it also difficult to you? Um, it's quite funny, actually. It's not, I mean, obviously it's not a funny situation. But um, so the end of 2019, I was really struggling with my mental health and I dropped out of university. And then beginning of 2020, I was in a really bad place and I had to go to a psychiatric hospital. And after I left, I had no idea what I was going to do. I was like just completely lost. And then coronavirus happened and it was kind of perfect timing for me. (laughs) (laughs) You won't be the the only person I say this. It was really great. I had like, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. You know, the the universe is letting me have a little break from life. It was great. It's exactly what I needed. So I was just, I I mostly stayed with my mum. She lives by the sea in Wales. And like, I was just kind of like recovering. And yeah, it was, I'm sorry to say, because I know a lot of people had a really, really awful time. But yeah. um, I was one of the people that probably benefited a little bit mm-hmm. from a bit of a break from life and time to focus on my art and be with my family. So. But you were also doing the quarantine, right? Yes, <laughs> I was. But I was doing. I was doing the quarantine by the sea, which was quite nice. How amazing <laughs> the place was! Yeah, I know a lot of people lost their job. A lot of people even closed their business. A lot of people even lost business and lost a lot of money. Mm. But then, but then we life continues. I know that a lot of people, they, they kind of like um, used this period of time since they lost their job, they don't have work. So they still have Wi-Fi internet in their place. So a lot of people, they took this uh, advantage. It was not easy. It was uh, kind of like you need to be determined to make that decision. And then mm-hmm. lots of people were taking online master classes painting cooking whatever you name it and then i know that some people they got diploma and certificate during this time (laughs) and like you your certificate was all those paintings right (laughs) oh yeah i did a lot of painting a lot (laughs) Mm. so so simran has been really productive (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> creative so uh by the way you talked about that you've been struggling that you were struggling with this uh issues in your life and then i know you join an association right yeah charity mm. yeah it's called body and soul charity yes yeah can you tell us a, a little bit about these charity? Tell us about your connection to these uh, association. What did it, what did they do exactly? How did you discover them? What do you guys do? Okay, all right. Um, how do I keep this brief? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, after I came out the psychiatric hospital, um, unbelievably, the NHS said 
oh, you're probably going to have to wait another six months to a year for therapy. So just hang in there. <laughs> and um, I was just kind of, you know, we were a bit like me and my family. My parents were really worried. And my dad was speaking to one of his friends and um, turned out she was a trustee of Body and Soul, of the charity. And they have a programme for young people who have tried to commit suicide. And um, well, and he told her about me and what I'd been through. And they put us in, uh, she put me in touch with uh, Body and Soul and um, they put me onto the programme. And I was doing, so they offer group dialectical behaviour therapy to these people. So this is just one of their programmes. Um, so I was on that programme. They, they help people who have experienced trauma and things relating to trauma. So they have a programme for young people who have been adopted. They have a programme for people who live with HIV. Um, they've recently started a programme to help people who work in the NHS during like the pandemic because it's very stressful for them like the doctors and nurses um, so I discovered them quite by chance and they really helped me um, like during yeah 2020 I was doing group therapy with them every week and I guess the one way that the pandemic wasn't great was that I had to do it on Zoom and I would I really do I do wish that I'd been able to do it in person mm. but there was also a perk to that which was like I was quite depressed so I didn't have to get out of bed to go to the group therapy <laughs> I could just be in bed doing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, um, the internet might be better at that moment <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's it was it was better for everybody in fact we had to keep yeah. a distance physical yeah. distance it was good yeah for people that have anxiety I think it was great <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> I had a little bit of that, that issue <laughs> I think it's lots of people in fact it's everybody yeah. yeah oh and um also when when I came across them I had to wait a, like a month before I started group therapy so in that time they sent me this link to these weekly live streams they were doing where one of their therapists was giving um, skills from dialectical behavior therapy in live streams to help young people who are struggling with their mental health just kind of like as a support thing for people during the pandemic because it was just a hard time so I used to watch that it's called Mindset and then after I finished group therapy with them I started helping out on the Mindset project and I became their intern and wow yeah and then they offered me a job as well and I've been what mostly, <laughs> I've been mostly doing stuff for that project ah. which is the one that like I that was helping me now I'm working on that project it's kind of crazy but yeah oh isn't it amazing sometimes we just need to get distracted like instead of just worrying about our own problems you try to focus on other people's situation and problems, and then you forget about your own problems. 
<laughs> Honestly, yeah, helping other people is like the best thing for your soul, I think. Yeah, or oh, totally agree. And but because everything that happened almost at the same time during the last year, you know, we have a confinement, the quarantine, the first time and the second time. Was it was it difficult to give help, like help other people, or even receive help during that time? Definitely, in the way that a lot of healing for people with trauma is done through, you know, being around people and being in a loving, caring, accepting environment. And I think the times when I would go into the charity, to the actual building, um, when I was kind of helping out with the project, the mindset project, were the most healing times for me. Just being around people who kind of understand and have a lot of love. And I think we were really deprived of that. And it's it's quite hard to help people when you're not with them in person because mm. there's just like yeah. not the same energy that you get. Um, but it did open new doors to ideas that wouldn't have come about before, like mindset, like doing live streams in which you get the knowledge that you might get through therapy, and it's just free and and like limitless amounts of people can access it. And I think that idea might not have come up, like come about if the pandemic hadn't happened, just because. It brought up the issue of um, mental health being like something that's just not really there's not enough support for it. There's not enough help, and mm. it really came to the surface. Like it came into the light when everyone started struggling because of the pandemic. So we thought, oh, we have to do something. So now I feel like there's more support for people because it was just suddenly it kind of reached like a breaking point where it was like, okay, now we have to do something. I think maybe things might change for the better in regards to mental health. I don't know if that made any sense. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's starting to make sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's the funny thing is uh, I heard some people say that sometimes it's good to have a lot of distance, even this physical distance, like right now, the right now, not really right now, but last year, <laughs> it, we had to keep a distance last year, especially, mm. and because sometimes when people like two people or different people living in different places or cities or countries, mm. like as a family or even as a couple with best friends, somehow there's magic that is happening. It it, it keeps people like closer. Yeah. I did, yeah. I think, I think actually, even as someone who I'm not very social, I do have a lot of social anxiety and I didn't really appreciate being around other people so much before the pandemic. But yeah, like having to be away from people kind of just makes you appreciate it more and kind of realise the importance of it. And like the benefit you get from being around people you love and just people in general. So yeah, I know what you mean. I felt like a lot of love during the pandemic that I hadn't felt before, yeah. I think. Yeah, you feel it. 
I have a little example just quickly to mention. I used to teach a group class. So last year, like during a couple of months, we had to do these like internet online lessons. So I used my camera, and I don't know why all my students were so shy together and not to use the camera. I was like, "Oh, come on! This is a language lesson. I need to see your face." Anyway, but what I discover is that one or two students that never spoke before. In the、uh, physical, in the like face-to-face lesson, because it was a big group, a whole class, a big class, and I noticed one or two students they never talked in class before. They send me messages and even send me email and homework after the、oh, lesson,、wow. and I feel like, oh God, I don't even know. There's so much in this this、uh, little boy's or little girl's head. They never <laughs> talked before. I don't even know he likes comic books or she likes、uh, novels. <laughs> it's like I never heard their voice talking and speaking in the class, but they send me more messages <laughs> after. Yeah, after right after we we use the、uh, internet to have a lesson. It's funny. <laughs> It's funny. Yeah. It seems like these people are more expressive with. Words, literally, with words. <laughs> yeah, so you know that's the thing. The world is built for a certain type of person, and we're not all that person.、Mm, exactly. Uh, and uh, what do you? Because I think you've been working with this association, right?、Mm-hmm. What do you do exactly right now for for this association? Um, right, I do a range of things. It's all—it's mostly all creative stuff. I started off with just editing the live streams and kind of helping out with the cameras and lighting and stuff and setting up. And now I do some animations for them.、Uh, I do some illustrations. I help with like ideas.、Um, Yeah, some graphic design.、Um, yeah, a range of things. Real artistic, creative kind of work, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel when you do that? It's really nice, especially knowing that it's going to be helping someone. I think being able to do something that you really enjoy and having people appreciate your skills. And then also doing it for a good cause is really is something special. I think.、Mm. Does this charity only exist in England at this moment? Yeah, yeah, it's quite、yeah. small. Yeah.、Mm. Okay, let's hope it will expand. I hope so. Yeah. More than the virus. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> All right. <laughs> And oh, here's a. We have still got a few questions to ask, Simran. Do you think that art and creation, the same time when you create, when you write songs, or when you do your editing, do you think it also helps people to recover, to feel better, or even become a better person? Definitely. 
De- definitely. I mean, do you mean the act of making it or? Yes. Okay. I mean, because there's, there's two sides to it, obviously. There's the artist and then there's the viewer or the listener. So it's like, and I think art benefits both sides of that. Because, um, I mean, making something is so nourishing to your soul to be able to take something that's inside you and maybe it's kind of foggy and be able to like see it or hear it as something physical and kind of like having a reflection of your emotions. It's just so freeing and liberating and it's the best feeling. And to be able to like communicate with your emotions on a level where you're able to create something beautiful beautiful out of them Mm. and able to communicate with the world on a level that words don't really manage to get at. It's, it's just like, it's something really magical that definitely helps you to grow and kind of live to your fullest, live at your fullest. And then the people that can it experience your art or experience the art of everyone it's just a way of like being able to, I don't know, feel more connected to humanity, being able to see how someone else would express something that you might be feeling. And then also just being able to look at something beautiful, something that someone else has made, it's, it's really inspiring. It's nice to inspire people and it's nice to be inspired. Mm. And you know what? When you create something, some people get inspired from you. Yeah. 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 That's just, I'm going to improvise something here too because it just got inspired. <laughs> yeah. I want to say. Um, so most of the time, what do people say about your work? I mean, they really come to you. What do they say to you after they hear something you make? see something you 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 make i guess um mostly people have comments about my paintings and drawings and a lot of it is kind of related to my mental health struggles and a lot of people have come to me and said wow you i saw that drawing you did and this is exactly how i feel and it's so amazing seeing it like that. It helps me to understand myself or something. And that's such a great feeling to be like, because I feel like one of the worst things is feeling like you're alone in your experience or you're confused about how you're feeling. And I think like the times when I like looked at a piece of art or heard a song and been like, oh my God, yes, that's, that is, I, I feel that. It's like, it's like whatever the opposite of loneliness is, you just feel that. Yeah, exactly. That's why sometimes we hear a song. There's like, oh my God, that is my song. Yeah. That's your song you wrote? That song? No, that song is me. Yeah. Oh, okay, quick, calm down, woman. <laughs> I do have some friends that I go crazy. Oh my God, that's my movie. <laughs> that's my story. <laughs> so we do, it's beautiful thing that Simra just said that we artists we get inspired but sometimes it's even 
more amazing or is the same level is amazing that when someone comes to you and said, thank you for expressing what I wanted to say because I'm not an artist like you and I, I you just you just say what I wanted to say. Yeah, exactly. To my girlfriend yeah. or to my dad and mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is just beautiful. <laughs> At the moment, I can't find another word. <laughs> <laughs> It's just beautiful. Beautiful、uh, is a good word. <laughs> you know what? Yes, and I remember. Aha! I remember. I got a really nice,、uh, talented musician friend. He once he told me something like、uh, he saw a video somewhere, and he say, "Oh, Dory, check this out." You agree with this? The the most beautiful art created by artists normally was inspired by really painful experience、mm. or emotions.、Mm. And I said, and I was、uh, holding his shoulder. I said, "Hey, man, you know what? You paint. You you talk about pain with me. Oh yeah, totally agree. Oh wow." <laughs> Also, I just want to add, like,、mm. even though art is made from the most painful experiences, often I think there's also something amazing to be able to make art out of really simple, beautiful things. Like when you, like when something really small makes you happy, like the sun or something, and then kind of like, because I feel like as artists, you're able to kind of see things on another level that maybe other people might kind of miss. Yeah. And it's nice to like bring attention to something that someone might not have thought about before, and help、mm-hmm. them to see like all the beauty in the world that、mm-hmm. they might be like missing. You mean like a dog statue or <laughs> trash on the street? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So thought, dog statue. In fact, the trash now now you get me think. In fact, the trash used to be something we bought it for a reason. Yeah. 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 And then somehow. Like sometimes, but once or twice, I saw I was walking on the streets in Paris, and sometimes I do see some、um, stuffed toys, you know, <laughs> like a little bear. I don't know, sitting a totally broken leg or missing one leg or missing one eye or missing one ear,、Aww. and they're so dirty and sitting along <laughs> on the side of the walls. The first question in my head: Why? Who bought this? <laughs> Why did you buy it? Yeah, if you knew the one day you were going to trash it on the streets, <laughs> you know what? I know it's silly, but I do feel I can hear the bear crying. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like you should write a song about this. <laughs> you know the movie? There's like there's they already make movie about this Toy Story. <laughs> oh, Toy Story! <laughs> oh my god! Someone was already inspired by that. Yeah, abandon <laughs> these children! Abandon us! Like you see. <laughs> Yes,、uh, yeah, definitely we write a song. Maybe I did. I don't quite remember. <laughs> so Simon, what about now? What have you been doing? What are you up to? Do you have any new project? Um, I've been working on some drawings,、um, as always. And what I'm working on right now is I'm compiling my poetry into a poetry book. And I really want to try to get it published, but I know that's really hard because there's a lot of poets in the world. But、um, yeah, I've been working on that mostly. 
Well, there are a lot of podcasters out there too. <laughs> Me included, but I'm doing it. <laughs> You're doing yeah. a damn good job. <laughs> Well, we have to do it, right? Because everybody has different way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's even a poem that Simran, you, you write, definitely is not going to have the second, exactly same copy like yours. Mm. We would love to see that. <laughs> uh, by the way, we love to see that, but how? Where can we see your work? Well, the poetry book is not published yet, and... Don't know if it will be, but I'll try. But um, I think best place to see my work would probably be my Instagram. Um, and, and that, how do we find it? <laughs> so my my Instagram is Simran with six eyes on the end. S I M R A N I I I I I Simrani. Some people call me Simrani. <laughs> ah, <Simrani>. uh, names. <laughs> <laughs> a long vowel. <laughs> I went from Sam to Simrani, <laughs> just adding on syllables. Yeah. So we can see your work on Instagram. Anywhere else, like a website? Uh, I do have a website. There's an, mm, yeah, I guess it's, it's so it's simranahira dot com. I guess that's like that's where you can find all my stuff in one place and then i'm on itunes as well that's working for my music and you can see my old paintings and stuff on my art instagram like some of my illustrations about mental health and stuff but i don't post on there anymore that's just kind of like a little gallery and that's art.by.simran okay just google simran ahira Yes. Right? And we'll find you. Yes. Okay. Oh, we're getting close to this episode. Oh, no. <laughs> but you can check out, you can follow uh, Simram Ahira's work. And definitely Dory is going to put a description, the link to see her work. And uh, what else? If you have any comments, you have anything to ask or guest today, Simram, Please don't hesitate. Don't be shy. I mean, if you're shy in speaking, you can always write some questions to ask <laughs> artists today, Simran. And um, so do you have anything else, anything in particular to tell everybody? Uh, for example, especially the young people or, or just anybody who might feel the same like confusion from time to time do you have anything else to share um wow i think something i always is think is important is look after yourself you know and i know that sounds really simple but i think it's just nice to you know make sure you're looking after yourself or checking in with yourself like Hey, Simran, how's it going? Do you want to maybe go for a little coffee break? Hey, why don't you go for a little walk this morning? You know, just be nice to yourself. It really helps. It makes a big difference. Because I know a lot of us kind of beat ourselves up in our heads. And it makes life pretty miserable. And being kind to yourself can make a big difference. Um, and I'd like to end with a quote from a really good friend of mine, Dory. 
the sun is in your heart. <laughs> did, I say, did I just? Say, oh my god! Did you take notes of that? <laughs> Thank you so much, Suran. Okay. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for being here today, and everybody, uh, go check out her work. You're gonna get inspired. If you have the same feelings, emotions, you won't be the only person. No. Yeah, we're all together, right? Thank you, Simran. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye.